0: I done made it out of fire like it's magic, but if you ain't with me, I don't wanna see you happy, I'm just trying to spend my Easter in Miami, my baby told me stay away the way and stick to rapping, now why you got the money for if you gon' waste it, Coda, that ain't you tired of living crazy, boy you famous, no, I'm just trying to spend my Easter in Miami, and I need it on my first day, I bid at
1: my Hello everyone, and welcome to a brand new podcast. This is The Charge, powered by This is The Charge, powered by The Intermission Sports. My name is Joseph Cachado, and I am the basketball head here at the intermission. I'm joined today by Karina, Drew, and our founder, Alex. This is the start of a new wave here at the intermission, the intermission 2.0. We're becoming, we're expanding into a whole new podcast network, and we thought we'd start it off with a whole new basketball pod. So welcome to the charge. So yeah, my co-hosts here today can give a little introduction of themselves. Let's get it started with our uh, founder, Alex, what do you got to say,
2: man?
0: Holy, that's the best intro I've ever heard. One take two, not a big deal. Uh, What's going on? (laughs) Thanks for having me on the first ever episode of The Charge. I'm really happy to uh, see this thing through finally. We've been talking about it for a couple of months and
1: we're finally here. So let's get it going. So I feel like we can start pretty simply with like the biggest debacle of this whole NBA season so far, which is the whole COVID protocol and that whole fiasco. I know everyone has like their own takes on it. Karina, why don't you start us off with like, what, what you think about it so far?
2: Oh, yes. Um, you know, I have very spicy takes about this, <laughs> but um, it's very interesting to me that the whole no hugging, no dapping each other up before games, but let's breathe and sweat on each other for 48 minutes. It's a very interesting rule to have. Um, and also they said that they're clamping down on how many guests they can have in the hotel, which is something that they should have done from the beginning. I think I think it's just a little bit weird because the NBA is just sending so many mixed messages when it comes to this. When they should have just had a clear outline right from the start, I would have. I felt like that would have been a lot easier to respect and a lot easier to follow.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, Drew, you have something to say. Go ahead. Yeah, what what
3: I was thinking about the whole NBA COVID protocol. I feel like they're following a "let's see what happens" agenda. So what I mean by that is they'll set like a few like guidelines in place that they think will work. But then until, um, I'm going to hold myself because I was about to say some not very nice words. But they always wait until stuff happens. And when stuff goes down, that's when they're like, okay, maybe we need to go back to the drawing board. And like Karina said, these dudes are allowed to post each other up, breathe sweat, and maybe even bleed on each other. I don't know what happens on the court. But you're going to prevent them from you know doing a little handshake, like even a jersey swap. And to add on to that, something that gave me a good crack was the dog sniffing the fans before they go into the stadium. Like, don't call me any biological zoological expert. I don't know what goes on with the dog's nose, but if they can smell co- if they can smell COVID, that's beyond me. But personally me, I don't even think you should have fans in the stands period because we don't, we can't really track where those fans have been. And we don't really know the whereabouts. We don't know who they've been with. And you could argue against that. But just me, I think that that's not a good idea to have fans there.
0: If we're talking about fans in the arena, the NBA should care. Don't, it seems like they don't care about the arena staff. I think I'm more concerned about the arena staff and the players because you're probably not going to get COVID from the fans if you're a player just because there's no one sitting courtside. Everyone's up. Like I've seen it like in Miami. They're doing it. You're not really near anyone. The arena staff is, though. You're checking people in. You have to... Bring the dogs. They all have to do a rapid COVID test before they enter the stadium. So the NBA clearly doesn't care about the personnel, as we saw in the bubble. I don't think they really cared about that either. The players, like the players, are getting COVID anyways. They're not getting it from the fans. I feel worse for the arena staff.
2: Yeah. And to add on to that, it's they could have the argument of money, but the percentage of fans that you're having in the building in comparison to what you usually have is not making up for any losses they're having. So I'm not really sure why they would even allow it in the first place.
1: Yeah. Like the main thing that they're forgetting when they did this whole NBA season was that the NBA is home to some of the most wild characters in all the sports. You got people like James Harden and like, even though he's not getting caught, there's no way he's staying in his hotel rooms daily. We know what he's doing. His jersey's retired somewhere that isn't a basketball arena, but You just need to, like, you forget that the players are not just players. And they're some of, like, the biggest personalities ever. Like, these guys are definitely going out. They're definitely spreading COVID, as we've seen. And the NBA forgets about that part, then. There's really no hope for it. And I think it's only a matter of time before they end up back in a bubble or the whole season just gets canceled.
2: Yeah, and, and even yeah, now like, oh, sorry, but uh even Nelsky, go ahead. even now they said during the All-Star break that they're allowed to go to Hawaii and you know, all those nice places that are still considered the United States. But I'm just like, how is that any better? I it's just I don't know, it's something to think about.
1: Well, we saw what a joke the protocols really are when we saw that Raptors Nets game the other night when Kevin Durant started the game in health and safety protocol. Like what was it? Ten minutes in? Oh, Durant can play. Ten minutes later, Durant's back in health and safety protocols. If they took that risk with that ten minutes, they're like they could have infected not only the whole Nets team but also the whole Raptors team. And clearly wasn't well thought out. And it just like their whole thinking process is never well thought out. The NBA is its own worst enemy. But yeah, let's. So that's like a pretty negative standpoint, and that connects to something else that's going on with the NBA, which is the current debate on if the NBA All Star Game should be happening. Originally, it was canceled this year, but recently we've been hearing that on March 7th, I believe they're going to be hosting an all-star game in Atlanta where fans are allowed, but it doesn't seem like a good idea. And I know, Karina, you wrote an article about this today. So if you want to give your take on this, go ahead.
2: Oh, yes. If you want to go see, go to the Intermission Sports to check out my article on why the game should not be happening. But I'll give you a little spiel about it. A- I don't think it's that surprising that they chose Atlanta, which has one of the, how do I say more free guidelines when it comes to COVID and fans. And I don't know what Alex. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. um, It's having players from all the different teams coming together. Seems like such an unnecessary risk because you've already developed, you can't have a full bubble with the season. Now they've developed these like semi bubbles within teams So you're going to mess that up by having this game. And then in addition to what I mentioned earlier about traveling, which that shouldn't be happening either, um, you have all these players scattered everywhere, just coming together. And if there's an outbreak or something, how are you going to control that in time for the season to start again?
3: I want to add that um, I read an article that stated that Atlanta has much fewer state mandated laws concerning COVID. So, take that, mix them with the personalities like James Harden, Lemon Pepper Lou, and you have yourself a perfect recipe for an all star caliber breakout. That's all I'm going
1: to say. Yeah, like one other thing they're not thinking about is something like with the whole Durant situation. Like, if he had infected the Raptors, that would have been just two teams. Now, if Durant comes into this all star game and he's infected, he not only takes out two teams, he's taken out every team that has a player represented there. That could wipe out half the league in just one single night. So,
2: this is the best players too, because it's the All Star game. So you have your best players all conglomerating in that spot together. And it's still too early to know if Kevin Durant has exposed anyone, because we know the virus can take like Are up to two we weeks. Are we that
0: Katie is um like NBA Thanos trying to wipe out the whole NBA?
2: I saw a lot a of happening. those memes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Rudy Gobert already has that
2: crown. <laughs> And that's actually a pretty good point because the league shut down from one case in Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell after as well. But now it's just like, we've just accepted this reality, but should we?
0: Well, look at the um, NFL and the NHL. NHL canceled the all-star game and the NFL also canceled the pro bowl. I think it was on Madden or something. They announced the teams for the NFL. Why do you have to do an all-star game? The players don't want to go. I don't really want to watch an all-star game.
2: Exactly. And they also mentioned because the All Star game is for the charity or whatever. I mentioned this in my article too, but there are other ways to raise money than doing this because this is just bringing more TV coverage for the NBA and they're getting their own money grab out of this too, which is essentially what it's about.
3: And speaking of other ways to, you know, um, host these festivities without risking um, COVID 19 transmission. they've done similar things. Like, Take, for example, the horse competition, right? We all know that was kind of a flop, but let's say they do bring that back. That's going to drive some sort of traffic towards the league. You're still going to have people watching. And this year, I think that the NBA has what it takes to step that up, bring some bigger names into it. So at the end of the day, if they can just get the little brain gears going and they can think of something else like that horse game, I think they've got themselves a good little mix-up for COVID.
2: yeah they mentioned this on the no dunks podcast but they thought of doing that with the dunk contest so like each player has that has their own gym and then that way they can submit their best takes of their dunks and use it that way which would be so much better than watching them miss like how many times in a row
3: Karina you were talking about the dunk contest and that brought it brought back an idea that I had a couple of months back so I was scrolling on IG I came across this guy. Well, I didn't come across him. I've been following him for a while. Um, Jordan Kilgannon. You might know his name. He's from Ontario. He does some crazy, crazy dunks. So what I'm thinking is you get some of the NBA's best dunkers, and you get guys like Jordan. You have them in a virtual dunk-off, and let's say the winner gets to choose what charity they want to donate a certain amount to. I think Michael that's a Jordan, Huh?
0: Michael Jordan. <laughs>
3: Michael Jordan doesn't want to donate no money to kids. He wouldn't even give him a pair of shoes.
1: Are you implying that Michael Jordan still can jump that high? Does he have the bunnies
0: still? Ain't Space Jam, baby. Ain't no Looney Tunes powers. Come on. Ain't no Mike's magic stuff.
3: (laughs) Guys, remember, the ceiling is the roof.
1: Okay. Well, after all that all-star game talk, the only right thing to get into next is what comes after the all-star game. That is that trade deadline lots of rumors going around the league especially today which have angered Karina on Twitter so if you follow her there I'm sorry but Kyle Lowry might get traded guys Karina's gonna have to accept it but yeah like what are your
2: I'm rolling my eyes at Joseph right now for those of you (laughs) that can't see this.
1: I shot this idea why don't we go one by one who's your who do you think is the person that's gonna get traded and make the biggest impact at this deadline we can all go one by one Karina I'll let you start
2: I'm gonna mention Bradley Beal because I think that's a very interesting player with his story right now. Because although he keeps saying that he doesn't want to be traded, all of that he doesn't look very happy in Washington, and he can keep saying that. And but that team, the reality is, is they're not good. And I I saw something the other day. It's like they're relying on Alex Len as a starter, and that's you know that's not. That's not right. Um, are you I
1: referencing know. Alex Len, the best center in the NBA?
2: Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. sure.
0: You got something against Alex's? Like, are we going to go there right now?
2: No, it's okay. You're the best Alex. Don't worry. All right.
0: Thank you. That's what I thought.
2: <laughs> um, But yeah, I think he's a very interesting target. I think a lot of teams could benefit from him. It'll be interesting who might go for him or who we'll be willing to give up stuff for him. I've looked at trades like with the Raptors for Bradley Beal. It doesn't seem like there's, it doesn't make sense for us just because we're giving up so much for Bradley Beal and it doesn't solve our problems, but maybe teams like the heat could use him. I don't know. Alex, Alex just smiled. So I'd like to hear Alex's thoughts on that.
0: If you've ever heard that little Wayne song where he goes, all my boys got that heat like I'm Pat Riley. Papa Pat's going to make it happen one way or another. And I'm the biggest Tyler Hero stand. and Guess what I'm going to say? I'd trade Tyler Hero for Bradley Beal in a package.
1: And I ain't looking back. That's very fair. I'm going to go a little out of the ordinary with my trade prediction. This is one that hasn't been too rumored, but I'm going to give a hot take because like you know, I'm the king of hot takes. Those T-wolves, they suck. Carl Anthony Towns has the potential to be the best center in this NBA. So I'm saying we're going to see something big happen. Jalen Brown... For Cat, pull it, Celtics. Pull it. If the Celtics get Carl Anthony Towns to team up with Tatum and Kemba, they're coming out of the East. That's my hot take.
2: Why that do you is a have spicy put, take.
1: To, why do you even have to put that out there? I don't want that. I don't want that to happen. Don't make that, that one Was for uh, Ryan O'Connor. Shout out Papa O'Connor. Cat to the Celtics. Make it happen, guys. I want to follow
3: up with what Joseph just said. I, I also want to just talk about my whole main idea with the trades and the moves that I want to see in either this year or the next few years. I want to see some players freed, not traded, freed from their current teams. So I'm talking about four players in mind right now. I'm talking about our boy, Bradley Beal from Washington, Zach Levine on Chicago, Blake Griffin on Detroit, and De'Aaron Fox on Sacramento. Now, if you notice a trend between those four teams that I have just listed, those teams are consistently at the bottom of the barrel, 10th seed. They don't go anywhere. They're just there. Like the most successful team in this list is probably, I can't even name one. They don't go anywhere. And like every year. So I want to, I'll give them, I'll give them a four year grace period. If I don't see all four of these players move by the end of the next four years, I'm going to be a very angry camper.
1: I'll come off that one. Can you repeat? Like I agree with two out of four. Can you repeat them? Just those four got players one more time, if you don't mind. Oh, like the players? Yeah. Beal? Yeah, I agree with that. Zach Levine. I don't agree with that. Why not? I'll get into it. Let's go through all four first. Then okay. I'll give my Blake opinion. Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin sucks, so. And then fours. That one I disagree with too. The Bulls and the Kings have such underrated futures and no one even values them at all for some reason. That's a Sacramento effect, like. Sacramento just gets looked at.
2: I'm just going to jump in quickly and say I disagree with Darren Fox too, but that's it.
1: Yeah. I think those Kings have the potential to be playoff contenders for many years in the future. And I think they're just like a couple pieces away from figuring it out. The whole Holmes and Bagley situation there. One of them has got to go because it's, you're seeing the same thing that happened with the Raptors a couple years ago when they were trying to play Ibaka and Valanciunas at the same time, two guys that do the exact same thing. Can't be on the court together at all times. It just takes away from each other's game. We're seeing that now. Do you get them like one good center and they just rebuild that bench a bit? Because that team has potential. Harrison Barnes is having probably the best season of his career. De'Aaron Fox is having a breakout year, MIP even. And then they have guys like Buddy Heald who's always going to do his job. It's just a couple more pieces and then they're complete.
2: Hassan Whiteside is just sitting there.
1: He sucks doing too. away. <laughs> sucks too. He already made his money. He's done. He already robbed the heat. Oh, I want to
3: expand on
1: um, my thoughts about uh, De'Aaron Fox and Zach Levine.
3: Um, regarding Sacramento, well, the thing that I feel about Sacramento is even if you don't move Deer and Fox, I feel like they have to pull the trigger on one of those players Fox, Bagley, or home because they've been stuck in this position for the past few years where um, they've always been seen as a team with a bright future. They've always been seen as a team that has the chance to make the playoffs, but probably a first round exit for the past couple of years. So I'm saying Fox, Bagley, or Rashawn Holmes. I'm going to take a quick intermission from my um, points, and I'm going to shadow Alex with the Hassan Whiteside Snapchat jacket. You want to give us a quick 360 on that, Alex? It's a cold world. Bundle up. It's a cold world. Bundle up. It is a cold world indeed. It's a cold world. And um, I want to move on to Chicago. So Chicago, you have obviously Zach Levine, who is going off an offensive monster this year. Um. Kobe the reason a bucket. why he's a bucket, 100%. He's one of the best scorers in the league right now. I think that Chicago is struggling to put the pieces around him. Sure, you get, you have guys like Larry and Otto Porter Jr., Wendell Carter Jr., but I find that those players are a little inconsistent. Yes, injuries have gotten in the way of them reaching their full potential, but I feel like Chicago, much like Sacramento, needs to pull the trigger, not necessarily on Levine. For one of those three guys so that
1: they can bring
3: a piece in to help Levine.
2: I think they I think, just announced that Laurie is out for like two yeah, to four, four weeks.
1: Yeah. Right. With so. that Bulls team though, I would trade, ev- I would make everyone available except Levine, White and Carter Jr. I think they, all three of them have a lot of potential. And if you can build around those three, you might have a better future than you think. I just don't think Levine needs out yet. I think it's still too early on that one. It could happen, but right now I'm saying he stays put. But Blake Griffin, I feel like he's just damaged goods at this point. He's old.
3: A lot of people could say that he's washed, but I was a fan of his um, Lob City era, so I'm a little biased here. I just want to see BG do well. Honestly, Like he's been struggling. The day, I remember the day he got traded to Detroit. I was sitting in my school cafeteria. We were just chilling, relaxing, and out, cool. And I find out that Blake's going to Detroit, and I'm like, what the hell? And it was going through my mind. I'm like, how could Los Angeles do this to one of their their most beloved stars? And it, you know, it's a lot like the whole Demar Derozan in Toronto thing. I just wanted to see BG do well because he was one of my he was one of the most entertaining players in the early 2010s. And I just wanted I just want better for him.
1: He I don't know. I like, I feel like he could turn it around, but I do feel like it's too little, too late at this point. Wait, I yeah, to go back to those Kings, though, for a second, I want to talk about the whole Holmes-Bagley scenario. I know, Ra- Karina, you're a prized member of Raptors Twitter. Raptors Twitter loves Rashawn Holmes. So if you were making this trade, who would you give up to get Holmes on this Raptors squad?
2: Get back to me in two minutes. I'm going to pull out the trade machine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Serious, we're pulling out the trade machine. Somebody play the Jeopardy music. <laughs> Drew, who would you give up before she pulls up this trade machine?
3: That's that's an interesting thing. First, can I bring up the pieces that I wouldn't move? Yeah, I yeah, you know. I I one hundred percent wouldn't move. Obviously, there are going to be people who disagree with me. That that's inevitable. But
1: you don't say Utah. Utah, I'm swinging. Utah's not going to move. That's my boy. Yeah. We're not. He's staying. Me. He's the best bench Utah piece. Utah is for Toronto. <laughs> um, Great.
3: I wouldn't move. I'll, get, I'll I'll name three players right now: Powell, Boucher, and that's tough. Van Lee. Obviously, I mean, Freddie's already on lock. Only untouchables I
1: I see are Van Vliet, Siakam, and Boucher. Everyone else is available, in my opinion, especially Powell. You think Lowry's gone? Are we really still going to bring... Okay, I'm going to bring this up just to piss Green off. Lowry, he should retire a Raptor, but it's looking slimmer and slimmer that he does because... Look, I get, I get <laughs> he's the look, best Raptor of all time. I'm not disagreeing.
2: The Raptors do not leak anything. I don't know where these trade rumors are coming from. I'm not from. saying any
1: of these rumors are true. I'm just saying I just it's getting looking slimmer and it's, slimmer. That the he thing finishes is, the it's the most
2: obvious thing right now. The most obvious yeah, move 100%. they can make. And that's the problem. Um But if you really think about it, what are the Raptors going to take in return for him? And what teams are willing to give up their assets for him?
1: Yeah, no, you're completely right. But like, it's just that whole scenario of: <laughs> Do you want to make your best player in the organization's history sit there and have to sit through a terrible season? Or are you gonna go let him get chase another ring, and then he can come back, pull a D Wade, leave for a couple of years, Bro, chase a ring? And D Wade never left the Heat. What are you talking about? That never happened. I, don't know I
0: what get you're it. Saying. He sucked. His when year in Cleveland
2: didn't happen. <laughs>
0: Bro, what do you mean, like that? You're on the Bulls. <laughs> Don't I don't know why he joined us at the Cassidy trade Wade. deadline.
3: What? We don't talk about Bulls and D Wade. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Okay, I have a trade, by the way. For, um,
3: Are we ready for the, the ball?
2: Um, I have a successful trade. Um, Sean Holmes comes to Raptors. In return, we give Thomas and Terrence Davis. What do we think?
1: Hey, hold on, can we say one more time? I was losing the internet connection here. I didn't get to catch that.
2: So we get Rashawn Holmes, okay. and in return, we give them Stanley Johnson, Malachi Flynn, Matt Thomas, and Terrence Davis. That's a lot. It's successful.
3: I would to though. say, that's
1: way too much for Holmes.
2: I'd give here. up... Who would you cut from that?
1: I wouldn't give up Malachi Flynn yet. Me neither. I
2: think he's in the G League now, right? So... Yeah.
1: I would that, give up... Is, is Malachi Flynn on a two-way?
2: Not sure. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty Don't sure. Don't give
0: up I, Flynn yet.
3: Okay, I would I would just, up I've seen Flynn.
0: it happen too many times where you give up on a rookie and then they
1: go out on the... I definitely think start. Thomas is gone because he's just like sitting on the bench at this point.
2: I wonder if I get rid of Stanley, would that work? Let's see. Oh yeah, it works. We could just give them Matt Thomas and Terrence Davis.
1: See that I would do, and I feel like Sacramento might accept that just because they need bench pieces and that Do they want Kendrick Nunn too? <laughs> is Sacramento still paying Jabari Parker? Or is he somewhere else now? Yo, Jabari Parker, him and Andrew Wiggins, the two biggest jokes to go one and two. You remember Anthony Bennett? Yeah, he's a goat, man. He's from Brampton.
3: Brampton, so is stand Adelman. up. Shout out to that one time him and Kyle Lowry were, made that video in the anatomy. Uh, the do you guys remember that?
1: No. I do you not. No. Really? I didn't even know that existed. I remember, Kyle Lowry I remember Mitch Marner.
3: Yeah, they were shooting a video in the Mac Gym, and it was like with the drones and stuff. It was pretty sick.
0: I know Mitch Marner made a video with, um, I think it was Jesse Pollock at
1: the Mac. Who else is rumored to be traded? Any other big names you guys want to see get moved? Any blockbusters? Not a big, not a, not a big name, but Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick I, Nunn, just man. get him
2: out. Alex just doesn't want him. <laughs> you know, you look mean, like you had a blockbuster. on totally Um, yeah, I yeah, Zeno I was Ball. looking at a couple of names here, like Lonzo Ball. JJ Redick on Pelicans. I know there were rumors around them.
1: Um, AJ Redick is so good, man. I'm a big JJ Redick fan. I like JJ Redick. I would have loved
0: him on the Heat. I would really, have loved him on the Raptors. Literally, I would have loved him anywhere but New Orleans. Just don't go to the Bucks, please. And I
2: know they're still looking to move Ola Depot. so that's another one that doesn't make Depot, sense to Depot's
0: me. Going in, Depot's going. Depot's going to the Heat. He already said it in a. He already said he wants to go to the Heat. Yeah, I trade Kendrick too. Nunn right now
1: for Oladipo. <laughs> I <I'd> trade him <laughs> so right I now. I don't get why he just went there. Like, what's his reason? He, 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 he's been trying, he get, he's been trying to get out. Beginning.
2: Yeah, he he's been trying to get interest. out.
0: He would like. I'm not saying he did this, but they were literally like, "Yeah, he would even want to play in that playoff series against the Heat. He didn't even want that to happen."
2: What's that? What breaking, Drew? What is that?
3: Drew just pulled up like a meme or something. I wanted to touch on this, Kay. Um, there's a page that's been harassing my explore page. It's called Trending NBA.
2: Oh, those those well, pages that everyone sends pages. in the group chats. I hate those pages. They they make, I don't know where the
3: hell they get these rumors, but they caption it as breaking.
1: Because
3: so they're trying to get attention. Like, they're trying to get that like, oh my god, Julius Randle went to the Warriors. Or, oh my god, Russell Westbrook went to the Dallas Mavericks.
1: But it's I clearly working, where- considering they're on your For
3: You page.
2: And that we're talking about them. <laughs>
3: That's true. Hey, you know what? Free advertising. I'm all all for it. But I just think that's a bit, you know, false advertising. I don't really necessarily agree with all their posts. I don't know where they're getting these rumors from. But hey, they're getting traction. They're getting traffic. Good for them.
1: I want to go back to those Zoe trade rumors, Lonzo Ball. I still have faith in Lonzo Ball. I feel like he can still turn it around at this point. He showed some strides to success this year, but clearly the Pelican just isn't the home for him. So where do you see him going? Because I've seen like a couple of possible destinations and I've yet to agree with one. So what do you think, Karina?
2: Yeah, I'm not really sure where those rumors came from. If he expressed yeah. interest or if they were just looking to move him. Drew, you have something to say?
3: Yeah. Um. So ever since Lonzo got drafted, ever since his first year in the league, I've always wanted him to go on one team. And I also happen to be a fan of his team, all right? Is it the Phoenix Suns? I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. The reason why. Stop
0: sending players to the Phoenix Suns, Drew. We don't need any more. Stop giving them players.
3: My Valley boys are struggling. Let them eat for a second, okay? So here's what I'm thinking, right? Here's what I'm thinking. Lonzo goes to Phoenix. Him and and DeAndre Hayden form the next Nash Amari 2.0. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but I think they'd make a great guard center duo.
1: That was a bad take.
3: That's my hot take. I'm about to
1: get fired.
2: You're about take. to get fired.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's agreeing with you right now, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just giving my hot take. My
2: mind hey, look, here. I will say this. Alex is not here anymore, but I will say this. Um, the Phoenix Suns are definitely a lot better now than they've been previous years, but they're still not. But everyone knew this wasn't a championship
1: team. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like.
2: So I don't, I'm not going to get mad if Drew wants to add more players (laughs) because you know they're not there yet so go for it
1: (laughs) one team that i thought about with the whole uh was philly for alonzo ball just because they need like that true point guard on that team simmons isn't a true point guard everyone feel free to attack me in the comments simmons isn't a point guard but if they could get someone like alonzo ball i feel like he'd be like a perfect fit just kind of he's not there to shoot not there to score he's there to pass the ball move it around make plays and like philly could be a good home for him i've been seeing other rumors like chicago and stuff like that but do you guys really see lavar letting him be a sixth man
2: yeah i was just gonna i was just gonna you say chicago seems like a rumor but i see another one here about a kelly Oubre and lonzo ball trade
0: you're not that, poppy <laughs> the warrior just insane. not like keeping players how many times are they going to trade guys like in two years Drew's losing his mind. All this Uber all right, talk. Let, 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 right me, now. let me let me let <laughs> me give you a trade that I kind of
3: and Lonzo ooh, got me acting up. I
0: just saw this on Twitter: Vucevic to the Heat. I'd like. No that. way, Vucevic. Gets I mean, traded. if there's
2: any time to trade him or trade Aaron Gordon, it's
0: now. Oh, I don't. I think Aaron Gordon's a scrub, but yeah, I don't get we, the Aaron Gordon hype. He can dunk. That's about he it. He can dunk, and he still oh, can't he win sucked. the dunk contest. Even when he, has, he can dunk, he it's still sucks. a nine. <laughs> You just want to, to make TikToks at the. You just want to make TikToks at the All Star Game with Addison Ray.
2: Nothing's been the same since then. Everything <laughs> went upside you, down I'm since like, then. The Pascal second Siakam and he, danced with them too, and then after that, it just went like downhill.
0: Jokic took a picture with them. He didn't dance, and Jokic became Superman. But everything else went downhill. I mean, like I'm not gonna say it, but after, after that happened, the NBA shut down and the world shut down. So let's blame it on that. Let's blame it on TikTok. TikTok shut down oh. the world. Addison so Ray uh, slander on the basketball
1: you, pod. <laughs> I
3: feel like I feel like Addison. We need we need to make like a conspiracy episode. It's like why Addison Ray is NBA's biggest bad luck charm. You know,
0: you know in Space Jam how they like stole the the powers from the NBA players. Addison Ray just took away like Siakam's Siakam's uh, powers. Aaron Gordon never had them, but any chance that he had at winning the dunk contest was gone after he brought the TikTok girls to do the renegade in his dunk contest.
1: Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You mess with Kyle Lowry. We all hate you now. That's all we have to say. Busevich, he's a top five center in the league, but I just don't see him getting traded.
2: I mean, here's the thing. Orlando is not getting anywhere this year. And I feel like they've kind of reached that point where if they don't do anything within the next year or so, they're going to have to.
0: Hendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Kelly Olenek at first, take it or leave it.
2: Alex
1: is ready. <laughs> Vucevic is even like a top four center because I, don't think, I can't think of a fourth guy that's better than him besides Jokic, Embiid, and Kat. Bam's better than Kat. Bam's not a center. He just plays center. That's why the Heat he keep losing. Both.
0: The Heat have won
1: one game in a row. That's why they one keep game losing. win streak. They, no, got two game win streak. they need to fix their positions out there. Then they'll start winning they some games.
2: Wait, some that's a, true. Do Alex, do how, how are you a, doing? But Miami's not doing so well right now. We need
0: it. All right, you want to hear my disdain with the NBA? So what they did was after Washington like basically screwed the whole league, they told the Heat, okay, go play Washington. We played Washington and our entire team got COVID, including Avery Avery Bradley, who didn't go to the bubble for that specific reason. He I think gets he's out now
2: with an injury, isn't he?
0: I don't know. The guy hasn't had good luck this year. And then Jimmy Butler not only misses two weeks with COVID, then he loses 12 pounds during quarantine. And scary. the Heat had eight players, right? But Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero was hurt. And the NBA kind of like pushed us on to play Hero against, I don't even know who it was, against Philly, I think, where we lost in overtime. And then I think Hero got hurt. So they were running like no Hero, no Drogic, no Bradley, no Jimmy Butler for four games. That's when Bam was taking the Nets to like the end of the game, dropping career highs. I hate the NBA.
2: Yeah, it says here Avery Bradley will miss three to four weeks. He's out with a calf injury. They announced it like a few days ago.
1: That's ridiculous. I love that pickup for them. I'm shocked he's struggling so much and like this whole situation here. He's played like like, four games this year because of COVID. Yeah, I know. It's not benefit I meant the situation, not him as a player struggling. No, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) But yeah, like he's a key pickup for them. I feel like he can make some like serious moves over there, but yeah, those damn COVID protocols.
2: Funny because I see a lot of Miami Heat fans acting the same way the Raptors fans acted when we started our season like one and six. So we've basically become the same franchise, which is funny.
1: All this trade Siakam tweets, yeah, we remember them, guys. We remember them.
3: <laughs> Siakam, you just, said, you just said, you just said trade Siakam. Something just popped up on my timeline. It was from the same trending NBA page. Let me read the caption for you no, the no. hashtag Cavaliers are expected to receive valuable trade pieces back from the Toronto Raptors in exchange for Andre Drummond. Their asking price will likely include Pascal Siakam and a second-round pick per Jacob Evans.
1: What? That's when Masai picks up the phone, picks up his BlackBerry. Bobby Webster picks up his iPhone, and at the same time, they're going to send a quick text saying no with a heart to make it a little softer, you know. But that's not happening. We're not giving Siakam to the Cavs for Drummond. For their third center who's on a one-year deal? I don't even want Drummond. Drummond is going to hurt the Raptors more than he benefits them. Jared Allen, though. Go oh, after
3: Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Jared Allen? Mm-hmm. We need the fro. Like I said, the T.O. fro show. That, that's us.
1: Another guy, I would give up Powell, Malachi. Stan, like that whole trade package you mentioned before, TD, throwing Powell there, too. Get Miles Turner.
2: Honestly, throw TD in any trade package. Yeah, get garbage. him out. Complete garbage, complete garbage. Just get him out.
1: We don't if need Norm him in gets- his six turnovers a game.
0: If Norm gets traded, do I get the Osmos deal? Like, <laughs> who gets the Osmos deal?
2: Um, right. I think uh, yeah, that goes to Steady Twitter, Twitter Freddy. gets steady the Freddy, Osmos deal. Because- you sure
0: Papa Intermission doesn't get, like, his own, like, chicken on the Ross?
1: How do we know, man? Well, yeah, that's enough uh, rumor talk. We're starting to sound like trending NBA now, but... <laughs> Next, we'll get into the standings a little bit more. I want to go one by one. We're going to give our number one contender for the season so far and our number one pretender. So who's going to win the chip in your opinion? Who's the most likely to win the chip? And who's your person that's like your team that's succeeding right now, but you expect a quick downfall? So yeah, we can go ahead. Alex, you want to start? Since me and you have a pretty good history of predicting finals. Is Look, the Lakers it's LeBron, it's AD, it's Dennis
0: Schroeder, it's the Lakers. They could finish fifth this year in the Western Conference. They're still going to make it to the finals, in my opinion. I don't see anyone else coming out of the West. The East is a little bit confusing. I don't I don't know how I feel about the Sixers yet. They might be my pretender right now. I don't think they have what it takes to get over the hump. It's going to be interesting to see what the Nets can do. The, the East is wide open, I think. I still think it's a pretty wide open division. There's four or five teams. When everyone's healthy, come playoff time, it's going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I agree type. with that. I'd say oh, there. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, scared, sorry. Krina, go sorry, ahead. Um, I'd say the Sixers are maybe a Kyle Lowry away from contending.
0: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, there's like, Raptors, there's, only that one. Have it, there's only one team that I rather not have Kyle Lowry over the Sixers. And that's the Celtics. What about the or Clippers? If he goes to the
2: Clippers, I don't, really, I don't even care about. I don't
0: even care Dang, about the Clippers. Told. He can go to the Clippers, and they're still gonna lose to the Lakers.
2: Interesting. Um, right. yeah,
3: Drew, you go. <laughs> now I'll speak before Karina and her peanuts rudely interrupted me. Um, <laughs> so let's let's get out west. You know, pick it out west. I think the Lakers are gonna repeat. You know, King James and his crown jewels you know, they're going to repeat. He's got AD, he's got Dishro, he's got so many good pieces around him that, you know, it's inevitable that he's going to repeat. Their biggest threat, though, I will say is Dendro and Nikola Jokic because Nikola is on a who I was about to say, the F word, sorry, excuse my language. I was Nikola v- Vucevic. I'm in the wrong conference. Nikola Jokic is on a third <laughs> season. If Fumbling you have the, him bag. In the season, I'm fumbling a bag like, hey, It's somebody, one of those
2: guys. days. I'm, 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 <laughs> you get a
0: peanut thrown at you or something? And Karina, and Karina chuck a peanut at you.
3: Karina showed me her peanuts on Zoom, and honestly, I think my throat is closing up. So is my brain. But, can
0: we reword that, please? Please? Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> can we,
1: can we reword that?
3: <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> Karina has a container of no-name peanuts on her desk, courtesy of No Frills.
2: Hey,
3: As I was saying, (laughs) Nuggets, biggest threat in the West. Now, moving on to the East, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel the Celtics are going to make it out of the East. Shout out to our boy Ryan O'Connor, Papa O'Connor. But after watching them last year and watching them this year, it's something about those Celtics, man. I don't know. I got a scary feeling about them. And Bam my pretender owns in Jason East, Tatum. Jason Tatum, he's elite. I don't care what anyone says about him, he is elite. Top five so the Bam's
0: elite, hand so. that stopped him at the rim, heating five.
3: <laughs> uh my pretender for the East, I've been hating on this team for the longest time. Ever since Drew was a little boy in elementary school, grade six, dunking on the six foot rims. Lo Lo Jit Yang. Legit Yang. Uh the the Milwaukee Bucks. I've always hated them. I've always, you know, seen them as one of the biggest laughing stocks in the league. Uh, Alex is holding a picture of Bam at a bio, fanboy number one. Um, but yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks, I love Giannis, but I'm sorry, but the Bucks are just disappointing every single year. I don't see them going anywhere. Sorry for taking up your time. Go
1: on.
2: No, but you're completely right. If you have a coach that can't make adjustments in the playoffs, you're not going to go anywhere. You guys
1: are about to disagree with me so hard.
2: What? What are you gonna say?
1: Oh, my biggest pretenders in the East are the Celtics right now.
2: Oh, I agree with you on that.
1: My biggest contenders in the East are the Bucks right now.
2: Okay, I disagree with you on that.
1: (laughs) Reasoning because the problem with the Bucks was always the depth. You know, it was always they played their depth players too much, but they weren't good. Their depth players this year are pretty. I'm not gonna swear. Damn good but like guys like Giannis, they're going to get it done i know everyone says middleton is overrated some say he's underrated some say he's properly rated but he's still going to score and i still think those bucks this is the year that drew holiday pickup was huge dante divincenzo is the best player in the nba and then they're just going to i think they're going to the finals bucks, they're not going to win that tells finals. you
2: everything you need to know joseph <laughs> <laughs> said <laughs> But he, Dante Vincenzo is the best player in the league that's all you he need is. to
1: know about no he best. is he is Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't even want to play for them realistically I still think it's a Bucks Lakers final this year Lakers are winning it my pretenders are the Celtics just because they have like three players that can get it done the rest of that team sucks and I know they're showing up right now they're playing well but you're throwing guys like Peyton Pritchard out there in the NBA Finals. It's not, I don't think it's going to work out too well. Like he's going to have to match up against some pretty strong bench units. And it's. Peyton Pritchard's I, a great value Tyler Hero. They just don't have the depth to match up with against a team like the Lakers or even a team like the Bucks. Out West, yeah, Lakers are coming out the West. They're winning it. And the Utah Jazz are getting knocked out in the first round. By I'm very Steph.
2: surprised that none of you have even mentioned the Brooklyn Nets.
1: If you What's want to know my thoughts that? on the Brooklyn Nets, you can read my article at the intermission <laughs> website when I say. When you say what? <laughs> if they show up, if it works, if Kyrie passes the ball, well, Harden's playing the role of playmaker for some reason. They're like two defensive anchors away from being the champion.
2: I think they, they picked up a sensor today. It's um,
1: Noah Vonley. He doesn't matter. He's not good. They need a water boy. I'm down for a free ring. If they can get a defensive center and a defensive like three, that team is winning. Like, There's no way around it.
2: And there's still time.
1: Like,
2: tre- 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 I don't know tre- who yet. It's not here yet. I don't know who I, either. But
1: What do they do- have to give up, though? I don't think it's going to be about trades. I think it's going to be about the buyout market. Yeah, because they were literally trading sixth graders a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's to gotta be hard. they just need they need a center and they need a, a wing player and then I think they're still the champions if they can get it done.
2: Honestly, guys, I want to see the Sixers continue to be good. Like I'm I don't know about you guys, but I'm happy with them being at the top. Oh everyone's rounding at me. No one likes them. Why? Why, you,
1: why are you why crazing you like the, the Sixers? Sixers
2: because I'm tired of the Bucks. I hate the Bucks.
0: Haven't done anything though. (laughs) The only thing, the only difference between the Bucks and the Sixers is the Sixers just have a really dumb fan base, and the Bucks just have a a
2: really dumb. Yeah, okay, but at at
0: least the Bucks have like it's just Giannis stands that are not understanding you can't have one player control the game.
2: I mean, okay, look, you guys are predicting the Bucks too, so that's still (laughs) something.
1: The Bucks are coming out of the East, in my opinion. My problem with the Sixers is I love Joel Embiid. He's ridiculous, and he's probably the MVP favorite right now. I don't like Ben Simmons. I
2: love how you waited for Drew to come at you.
1: <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew it was coming. I don't like Ben Simmons. I just don't think he has what it takes to be a superstar in this league. If you can't shoot, it's a big issue. And he can't shoot at all. Like Just a liability out there around the perimeter. So what's the point in building a team around him when you could uh, ship him out. I don't know where, but I feel like he could get traded. I was just going to
2: ask, where would you ship him out?
1: I had a whole prediction that he was the one getting traded for Harden, but it didn't come true.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised Philly didn't take that. That was interesting.
1: Yeah, when the news broke that he got traded, I was going off, I was like, yo, it's Philly, it's Philly, it's Philly. You can ask Gavin Axelrod, my diffusing dynamite tag team partner, but I was wrong, you know? Yeah, but the Brooklyn Nets.
2: Oh, don't worry. I was also saying Sixers with my whole chest.
1: Yeah, literally. I did not see it being the Nets at all. But, you know, it's an evil world we live in.
0: I also thought it was going to be the Sixers. But like I said, the Nets wanted to trade 12-year-olds, so go (laughs) for it.
3: Hey, hey, I said it was going to be the Sixers. But you guys know, every time I say something... The Drew no curse. It's, Drew, it's, 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 can you
0: say that this pandemic's going to continue
3: forever? Uh, I'll have that to out it in a way where Just yeah. that out. <laughs> it, it, it's a bit complicated. I'm gonna have to calculate it, and I'll get back. And we
2: can't force it.
3: Can you make we a graphic
1: on like the like the end of the I'll world? I'll make
3: a graphic on Doug Ford and the pandemic, and somehow, some way, that's going to work.
1: I feel like there's nothing left to say about the NBA right now. You can catch us back here representing the intermission sports with the charge in the upcoming weeks but for now we leave you with the fact that Kyle Lowry might get traded Raptors Twitter's mad thank you for tuning into the charge presented by the intermission sports have a good week
0: you don't even call to see if a nigga hungry. Yeah. I done stood up in that water with all kind of divers. I done made it out that fire like a firefighter. I'm in Cleveland quarantine with a bad off. We ain't popping out until they find a vaccine. I told my lawyer, boy, I